Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to episode number 45 of uh, Going Gillen and How to Be an Actual Real Life Human. This is Ashley Gillen. Thank you guys so much for jumping on. I definitely appreciate it. Um, This was a really fun one. We're going to talk about, you know, it's the whole ask and you shall receive. You know, you have not because you ask not. This is literally like biblical. So I'm going to preach to you guys a little bit. Um, I hope that that is okay. But if you do uh, get value from this, please do screenshot it. You can send it out to your Instagram stories and tag us at Going Gillen. We would definitely appreciate it. We'll reshare it and uh, send you a ton of love. But again, this is episode number 45. um, And we're going to talk about, you know, basically manifesting. I sometimes like to call it pray festing, which I actually heard on a training today from Abigail Klutz, which is absolutely adorable. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, With no further ado, episode number 45 of the show. All right. So we are going to talk about you have not because you ask not. Okay. So that's seems super simple. And it seems super simple because it is super simple. It's actually a Bible verse. It comes from James, which I think Cole, you have a brother named James. Is that right? Or did I make that up? I think, right. Your your younger brother is James. Maybe tell me if I made that up, but I'm pretty sure that that's true. So anyways, uh, shout out to James Parker, I think. Um, Okay. So James 4, 2 says you have not because you ask not basically, right? Like that's it. So there's a, it seems super simple. And I know that we expect for Bible verses to be all these and thous and crazy and expansive, but sometimes there's not. In fact, there's a Bible verse that simply just says Jesus wept, which I think is pretty cool. Not that he cried like that sad, although like it kind of makes him my homie because that's what I do too. Like if somebody wrote a Bible about me, not that anybody would ever write a Bible about me, but if they were going to, there would definitely be many verses that said like Ashley wept. <laughs> it would, you know, it'd be a common theme uh, along the, the Bible of Ashley Gillen. But anyways, so this Bible verse is very simple. It's James 4, 2. It says you have not because you ask not, right? Um, so James 4, basically um, in summary says, how says, um, what causes you sorrow or strife or frustration, right? Is basically that there, hi, Adriana, yay. Basically that there are things that we want. We try to make them happen on our own. We can't do that. We get frustrated. And then we see other people with the things that we asked for that we really, really wanted, right? And now we're super mad, we're jealous and it's a whole vicious cycle, okay? So we want something, we can't seem to figure out how to get it for ourselves. Then we get frustrated because not only can we not get it for ourselves, but we see somebody else with it. And now we're just, not only are we frustrated and upset that we don't have it, but now we're mad slash jealous that so-and-so has it, you know, um, and you know, it's a whole vicious cycle, right? So, but then James says, right? Like, so here's the, here's the problem. You want something, you can't make it happen. You see your neighbor with it. Then you're mad and jealous at your neighbor, but it's as simple as you don't have it because you didn't ask for it. Okay. So you have not because you ask not. Okay. So I know some of you guys are going to be like, all right, but I ask for shit all the time and I don't get it. If it was as simple as asking for it, then let me tell you right now, my five-year plan would not be to have a Tesla. My five-hour plan would be that Tesla in my driveway. Okay. If it was as simple as just asking and God was like a damn genie. Okay. You guys wouldn't hear me talking about pray festing or manifesting a Tesla in five years. You guys would literally see me like sitting in it, living in it, 
doing my lives from it. Like there would be no life outside of the Tesla. Okay. So I know that that's what you guys are thinking. Like, don't sit here and tell me you have not because you ask not because I ask all the time and I don't get it. Okay. Here's the problem or here's the thing, right? We all know the wonderful Garth Brooks song. Some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Okay. And I know that that is cheesy and it is silly. And hello, Jamie Ann Evans and hello, Selena Rodriguez Simcox. If you do share this, please drop shared in the comments below. If it's during the replay, I will still message you and thank you wholeheartedly. If it's during the live, I'll give you a whole name shout out and send you all of my love. Okay. So some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Okay. Like I said, Garth Brooks, shout out Hala, right? That song is um, the story I think of, let me try this, you know, guy goes to like a football game in his hometown. He sees his ex-girlfriend that was like, you know, his high school sweetheart. Um, and he thought he was going to marry this girl, but then he didn't. And now he has a beautiful wife and a beautiful life. And he says, you know, I, I basically, he, he was devastated when this relationship didn't work out. He had prayed for, you know, this to be it for him, but God didn't give him that right. Because some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers, meaning that didn't work out because now he has a beautiful wife that he's, you know, in love with. I think that's basically the story. If you don't know the Garth Brooks song, some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. Go listen to it because you are definitely missing out. Okay, so let's get back to James 4 2. You know, this is not Garth 4 2. This is the Bible version, James 4 2. Okay, although again, if they were going to write a Bible about my life, there probably would be a book called Garth, or at the very least, like country music. Okay, country music 4 2. Let everybody turn in your Bibles to country music 4 2. Yeah, that would, that would be probably my church, the Garrett Church. Anyways. Okay, um, so let's get back to my notes. Okay, so if there's anything that you want, you ask God for it. Sometimes he's not going to give it to you, right? And when he doesn't give it to you, it's not because he doesn't love you. It's not even because he's telling you no, right? Some people, some of God's greatest gifts are answer prayers, and sometimes he's going to tell you no, that's true. He could just be telling you not now, right? So if he doesn't give it to you right away, it could be because the timing is bad. It could be because if he gave it to you right now, you would screw it up anyway. Could be because there's a work in you that needs to be done. You know, there's some mindfulness work or there's, you know, some some life hack changes that need to happen before you could handle this thing that you think that you want anyway. It could be that he's got something different and better and way more amazing for you that you're too stupid to even know to ask for, right? You you can't even fathom it, so you don't even know to ask for it yet, right? God knows those things. So he's he's not holding out on you, right? He's just making sure that when he gives you what you're asking for, which he will ask for it. You can have it. If it's the right thing, you he'll give it to you. Maybe just not right now, right? Or like I said, maybe he just is going to give you something better. Okay. Wouldn't value it or appreciate it. That's exactly right. Um, so for some people, it's exactly what Adriana just said. Adriana says, you know, sometimes you don't get it right now because you wouldn't value it or appreciate it, right? There's a a posture um or a like heart check that needs to happen to make sure that you would even be grateful for it if it was given given to you um another thing is putting in the work right to to get it um you don't appreciate the light without the darkness that whole concept um another thing is like for me what i want and what i ask for every single day is a gigantic team that i can lead right that i can set up events for that i can um zoom and conference and you know basically disciple and support um, of over 50 people, right? That's what I want. I want a team of 50. And I wholeheartedly know that if I were given a team of 50 tomorrow, I would have no idea what to do with 
over half of them and would probably screw it all up anyway, right? So the work that I am doing right now is the work that I have to do so that when I do get the 50, because I know that I will, I will be fully prepared for them, right? And I will know exactly what to do with those 50, right? So I believe that it is for me. It is just not for me right now. So what do I do? I do the work, right? Because we talk about if you guys have heard of attraction marketing, it's basically like throwing something out there and making people go, hey, right? A lot of people are depending a whole lot on their ability to attract, but they're not willing to put in the action, right? That has to go into doing the work. So ask for it, but it's not as simple as like you ask for it and then you, you know, you rub the magic genie lamp and then God pops out and hands you what you ask for, right? You have to be willing to do the work because the answer might be not right now, you're not ready, right? And you have to prepare your heart for that. Okay. So, um, and also, right, like I was saying, the answer might be like, yep, okay, but not that here's this thing instead, because this is way better for you. Hello, Joe. How, how are you? Like I said, if you guys are watching this on the replay, drop a hashtag replay in the comments below. If you are live, just let me know when you're jumping on. I really, really, really appreciate uh, the interaction. Adrian, I see you. Okay. Um, so let's go back to, to what happens, right? When we want something really, really badly and we don't get it. Okay. We get frustrated. We get angry. We start comparing why does so-and-so have every single thing that I ask for? So-and-so gets it. Does anybody feel like that? So I actually have, eh, my hair is a, whoa. Um, I actually have a couple of friends who, and I will not name them because they're wonderful, beautiful, amazing perfect humans. Um, but their life looks a whole lot like what I thought my life would look like, uh, kind of, you know, right after high school and then leading up to the 10, 15, fill in the blank number of years post high school. Okay. And there have definitely been times, thank God that I'm past this phase now, but not that long ago, literally not that meaning like less than a decade, not that long ago, less than a handful of years, even if we're being totally honest, if you guys didn't see my post from the picture that I put up of Aaron and I five years ago, guys, I do not recognize that human. But that girl right there in that picture, there were many, many, many times where she would run into, hi, Kirby, hi, friend, and Chris, um, where she, that girl in that picture from five years ago, right, would run into people that she went to high school with and think, why her? Why does she have every single thing that I have asked for? Why her? Oh, she must be better. She must be more highly favored, right? She, uh, I don't know, she's getting preferential treatment, right? She must be a, a class pet or a teacher's favorite or, you know, whatever. Um, it's, you know, whenever people ask parents, like, which one is your favorite kid? Like, that's how I pictured these other people, right? Like, God must love her more. That's ridiculous, right? But that's was my mindset. I would steadily compare myself to why is it that every, like, literally the exact things that I am asking for, this person has. And it seems like, right, the more I focused on the fact that this person kept getting everything that I wanted, that person more and more and more kept getting all of the things. It was like insanity. And I don't know if you guys have been there before, if you can think of somebody in your life, whether it be now, five years ago, 10 years ago, right, that you can think of that you were like, yep, even if we want to go back to like petty spaghetti high school, just so that you can like nail this down, right? And really feel what I'm talking about. But where you compared yourself to them so much that it literally felt like everything you wanted was just being like passed off to them. The boyfriend, the, uh, I don't know, prom queen, the new car, the cool job, the perfect hair, the whatever it was, right? Fill in the blank thing. It seemed like somebody else is always getting what you wanted, right? We have to get over the attitude of why her. She must be better. She must be more loved. She must be putting in the work better than I am. 
Maybe that's it, right? Maybe that's a lesson for another day. Um, God doesn't love me. He's completely forgotten about me. That is false. That is false. Louder for the folks in the back. That is false. Okay. Your God has not forgotten about you. I swear to that. Okay. You will never be forgotten. Okay. You're not going to get lost in the shuffle. It is possible though, that you're asking for these things and your heart is not ready, right? You need to, you need to check your heart, right? Where, where is the ask coming from? Is it coming from a place of selfishness? What are you going to do with it once you have it, right? Let's say that you're asking for, I don't know, $20,000 a month in income. I want a job where I am making $20,000 a month, take home pay. Okay. Why are you asking for that? Is it so that you can, I don't know, buy all the fancy things? Is it so that you can, you know, run away to Argentina and never be seen again, hide from all your troubles? Is it so that you can buy the big fancy house and the big fancy car and the big fancy blah, 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 and put everybody else beneath you? Is it so that you can, I don't know, fill in the blank, right? Or is it so that you can, your 10% is much higher when you start tithing? Hello, Kate Ortega. Hi, friend. Beautiful, beautiful friend. Um, is it so that, you know, you can use it to change your family's lives, uh, to put your kids in private school because you feel like that's the education that they need as opposed to putting your kid in private school because you want to show off to everybody else that your kid's in the cool private school, right? Like, what is it? Check your heart, right? Why is it that you want these things, okay? It is possible that your friend is getting all the things that you think you want, right, that you keep asking for because she has checked her heart, right? Because she is coming from a place of gratitude because she is coming from a place of awe and wonder, right? And appreciation and respect, right? So check your heart. Okay. And then recognize that what is for her is not for you, right? Those things are not for me. What Kate has, it's not for me. What Adriana has or Kirby has or Selena has or Jamie has or Lindsay has or Joe has, it's not for me. Those things are not for me. Okay. So there's no point in wasting your time saying, okay, did I ask for that? I asked for that Tesla. And then you know what? Brittany got a Tesla. She got my Tesla. Hello, God. I'm down here. I asked for that. Right. No, her, just because she gets something, that's not for you anyway. It is for her. Okay. And her getting something has nothing to do with me. There is so much abundance in the gifts that God gives that it's not going to run out. It's not like God is going to give Kate and Adriana something so beautiful and so awesome that then he's going to turn to give something to me and be like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. I ran out of good stuff. My bad, Ashley. I'm so sorry. I just I ran out of all the cool things. That's not going to happen. Okay, what is for somebody else is not for me. There's nothing to compare because their life is their life and my life is my life, okay? And what I'm asking for has nothing to do with them. You need to check your heart. Make sure that you're coming from a place of gratitude. Make sure that you're doing the work to be able to receive the things that you're asking for. So if you want to be a big leader, you need to do the work to be a good leader. I want to be a big leader. I want to lead a team of 50 wonderful, amazing humans. Hello, Leslie. But in order to do that, I have to do the work to be a great leader, right? If I don't do the work, then do you think God's going to be like, here you go, sister, good luck? No, he's not. He's going to keep telling me not right now. Keep doing the work, Ashley, not right now, okay? Or maybe he's going to say, I never meant for you to lead a team of 50 women. I meant for you to... I don't know, dig wells in Africa. So until you figure out and you listen and you get your heart right, 
I'm not going to give you anything because I'm going to give you the thing that you need to have because it's my will, not yours. You can keep asking for this other thing, but the answer is no, because that's not for you. Okay. So the whole, the Bible verse says, right, you have not because you ask not. And I think that people picture that as, oh, I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to visualize it. I'm going to rub this genie lamp and then I'm going to ask for it. And then God is going to give me whatever I asked for because I asked for it. And it doesn't work like that, guys. If you want something so desperately, ask for it. 100% ask for it. Ask for it and then trust that once you have done the work and you are ready to receive it, you will receive it. And if it is not that thing, it will be something even better. Okay. Because the creator of the universe that you are asking for these things from loves you more than you could ever even imagine. Okay. So think about if you're a mother, how much you love your children. If you're a wife, how much you love your husband on the best of days. If you're a husband, how much you love your wife when she is at her best. Okay. Um, if you are a sister, aunt, cousin, whatever, however, how, how much you love your dog, right? If your dog is your best friend, which my dogs are my best friend. Okay. Think about that. Think about how much that love is, right? The kind of love that whenever you are away from this person or this dog, you literally feel pain. Okay, that kind of love. Now, 10x that. Okay, an unfathomable, unending, right, amount of love. Okay, so tell me how somebody who loves you that much, so much that I, who's a total sap, can't even find the word for a copy, right, to translate to you how much love. Hello, bye. Hello, hello, hello. Um, tell me how or why somebody that loves you that much, right, is not going to give you what you ask for. I have a hard enough time telling Harper when she looks at me with her big old blue eyes, right? When she's like, hey, can I have whatever thing? I'm like, how am I going to tell her no? Of course I want her to have whatever thing, right? I have a hard time saying no. That's God, right? But he also knows there's no point in giving it to you until you're ready for it, okay? So get your heart ready, start doing the work, and then he'll give it to you. And if he doesn't give that to you, he's going to give you something even better, okay? So one last thing. After you ask for it, stop checking on it. Okay. Sometimes we act like God is, I don't know, Amazon, except with a shitty track record of delivering. Okay. So when you order something from Amazon, do you then immediately jump on the website and like check the shipping like four minutes later? And then every 10 minutes refresh, where's it at? Where's that? Where? No, you know that Amazon is fire. Drop a flame in the comments below if you know that Amazon is fire fuego when it comes to delivering. You're also not going to give her candy whenever she asks because you know it's not good. It's exactly. Okay, so Kate Ortega just said on Instagram, you're also not going to give her candy whenever she asks because you know it's not good for her all the time. Yes, that's exactly it, right? God, the creator of all of the things, knows what's good for you, okay? And we sit here acting like, I asked you, why didn't you give it to me? Well, because ding dong, you're a, a child and you don't know what's good for you, right? He knows what's good for us, okay? So you're not checking your Amazon shipping to make sure that Amazon is coming through because Amazon is fire with their shipping, okay? They're gonna show up when they say they're going to and if they don't, they're gonna make it right, okay? If they don't send you what you asked for, they're gonna send it to you again or they're gonna replace it. That's a whole, you know Amazon, right? Fire, fuego, okay? So stop asking God for something and then checking in on it every three minutes. Well, I still haven't gotten what I asked for. Hey, God, um, remember I asked you to give me $20,000 in income a month. You must not be doing it because where is it, right? Stop doing that. Quit it. Ask for it and then trust the fact that your heavenly father, the maker of every single thing, is going to deliver when the time is right. You have to, in the meantime, check your motives. Get your heart right. Posture yourself. 
figure out why you are asking for these things and then start feeling as if you have them, right? What would it feel like if you did have $20,000 a month, you know, disposable income? What would it feel like if you were driving the Tesla? Start to feel those things so that you can truly enter into a state of gratitude during your prayer time, right? Good God, I am so grateful for the way that it feels now that I know what it feels like to have $20,000 a month disposable income. Now that I know what it feels to drive around in my Tesla, right? Now that I know what it feels like to fill in the blank with whatever the thing that you're asking for. Not, God, when are you going to come through with such and such thing? I, I checked the tracking and it looks like it hasn't moved from the, the Arlington uh, dispatch office. What's the deal with that? I'm going to send a complaint. I'm complaining stop it, ask for it, and then trust that it's going to come when it's good for you, when it's the right thing. And if that's not going to show up, because sometimes it won't, when that's not going to show up, if it doesn't, right, something better for you is going to show up. Like Kate said about the candy, I might not come through with candy for Harper every single time she asks for it, but I'm going to get her something better, right? It's probably not going to be a Snickers bar every time, but maybe I'm going to show up with like a Shopkin or something way cooler, okay? Because I'm her mother and I know what she actually wants, okay? All right. So when you ask for anything, just know it's coming. Okay. Because the more that you spend checking in on it and complaining about the fact that Kate got her Tesla, I still haven't, you're losing sight of the feeling of receiving it. And the farther you get away from the feeling of receiving it, right? You start feeling, filling yourself with doubt that it's ever going to show up. And the closer you get to the doubt that it's ever going to show up, then you lose track of why you're working. You stop working for it, right? You stop asking, you stop showing up. Gratitude goes out the window and now you've just got a hot mess and you might as well have just call it, call it a night and start over. Okay. So the Bible verse is simply at, you have not because you ask not. Okay. But what it really means is you have not because your motives are bad. You need to check your heart right? You have not because the timing is wrong. You need to put in some work to become the person that's ready for that. You have not because there's something better for you out there and you're too much of a ding dong to see it. But fortunately, you have a creator in heaven who knows what is good for you and will not give you anything otherwise. Okay. You have not because you're so wrapped up in comparison and jealousy that you can't even see your why. Like Kate says, you can't lose your why because then it all just becomes material. And then what good is it, right? It takes a, a tornado, a fire, a tsunami, a hurricane, a whatever, right? And it's all a divorce and it's all gone if you're completely living your life, right, for the material. Your why should be so strong that it makes you cry, okay? And just like Kate said, if you lose sight of your why, then you're just collecting a whole bunch of material shit and it's for nothing. And I promise you... God knows that. He sees that. He sees your heart, okay? So come to him with a, an open heart and an open mind and a trust in the fact, right, that he will give to you what is good for you, nothing more, nothing less, and he'll give it to you in the perfect time, okay? There's so much abundance. If somebody else is getting all of the goodness all around you, the goodness is not running out, okay? So stay focused. Stay your course. My five-year plan has turned into like a 20-year plan, but you know what? When I get there, it will be that much sweeter. The story will be that much more amazing, okay? 
And I know that. I know that it's all in God's timing. And I know that I had to take the detours, right? So that my story could be what it is, so that I could impact the number of people that I'm going to impact along the way. I know that I needed to get strung out on methamphetamines for three years. That was not in my plan, okay? But I needed that because now I can connect to people who are addicts. I can connect to people who have family members that are addicts and I have no idea how to how to speak to them or what to do to help them, right? Our mess is the message, right? So in every message, there is some mess and you have to trust the fact that there is a reason, right? That you're going through the turmoil and the hardship. There, hashtag COVID 2020 this year is bananas. There is a message in this mess, I promise you, okay? And on the other side of it, is all of the stuff that you're asking for. You just have to stay the course and keep doing the work. Hashtag faith is what Adriana just put in the comments on Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So that's all I have for you guys tonight. Um, I, I, like I said, I hope you're having a great Monday. Um, tomorrow's Tuesday. So it's another beautiful, wonderful, awesome day. Start it with gratitude. I'm um, just start every day with gratitude. Maybe tonight, write down, you know, spend five minutes writing down all the awesome things that you're going to do tomorrow. Right. And then in the morning, make sure that the top of that list is gratitude and start your day off with gratitude. Maybe message me in the morning. I would love to hear some of the things that you're grateful for as you rise and shine on tomorrow's beautiful hopefully sunshiny. We'll see uh, Tuesday morning. So anyways, that's all I have for you guys. I really do appreciate you. Like I said, if you watch the replay, hashtag replay. So I know you were here. If you got value, hit the share button. I don't know how to do it on Instagram, but feel free to do that. If you got value on the podcast, you can screenshot your favorite part, send it out to your Instagram stories and tag me at going Gilland. I would definitely appreciate that. I love each and every one of you guys so, so much. Um, again, I hope you have an amazing night and a great day tomorrow. And we'll talk again. I don't know same time tomorrow. Yeah. Please remember to be nice to each other. It's really the most important thing we can do. Cool. Peace.